episode eight of the Wildcat Chat Podcast, where we discuss the life as a middle school student here at Great Bridge Middle School. This is Carson, and I'm here with Grant, Matthew, and we have a special guest today, the Citywide Chesapeake's Teacher of the Year, Mr. Schneider. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Thanks. So we're going to ask him a couple of questions and kind of give him an interview. So first question, how long have you been teaching? So I've actually been teaching for 17 years. This is my 17th year of teaching. So what is your favorite part about teaching? My favorite part of teaching is getting to meet a hundred different kids each year and form relationships and show up like a bunch of you guys have shown up at your soccer games and baseball games and just invest in your life. And we kind of form this little family that by the end of the year, we're like super tight knit. Like we've gone through the highs of the days of the year, the lows. I've seen you guys when you're angry, when you're happy, when you're sad. And so I really love just getting to know the students each year and trying to make learning exciting for the kids and, and try and make it engaging. Does that ever get overwhelming? Um, I would say the overwhelming part would just be sometimes there's certain classes that are really big. And so like this year I have one class where there's like 34 kids in the class. And so I try really hard to connect with all 34 kids, but it's just really hard to do that. Um, and so that would say, I would say that's probably the most overwhelming part is when there's large classes. How much have you done for a student once? How much have I done for a student? Mm -hmm. Say it again, I'm sorry. How I'm much sorry. have you like done for a student? Like how far have you driven? Like to go to a game or something? Oh, to go to a game. To Actually, a oh, this is a good question. That's a great question. <laughs> so I, my wife was a little upset with me. There's this girl that all year long, this is like five or six years ago, all year long, she's like, you need to come to my gymnastics meet, come to my gymnastics meet. And I was like, okay, okay, I will, I will. And, and I kind of kept forgetting. And so her final meet was on Valentine's Day. And so I went to the girls' gymnastics meet on Valentine's Day. I didn't completely ditch my wife, though. I was back. We, we did go out for dinner. But she was like, really? On Valentine's Day, you're going to this kid's meet? But so that was, um, that was at the oceanfront. So that wasn't that far. But that was like, you know, 30 minutes away. But I try, I try to go to most kids, either like band concerts or sporting events or things like that, just to show that I care about you guys as kids and people, not just as what you get on your test grades. So if you could teach any other subject, what subject would you teach? Oh, that's good. I, I've thought about this a lot because I used to teach elementary school, and so I've taught them all. I think the one that would, would be most exciting to me besides English would be history, only because I like the idea. I used to, when I taught fifth grade, I'd have the kids like get up and act out like the wars, and like I even had those like Nerf like shooter things, you know, those like rockets, Nerf rockets, yeah. and we would actually like stage a war out on the um, on the field, like the kickball field, and and do you could do a lot of acting and. Um, you know, like kind of role playing for for history. So that would be my my other subject. What's your What's your favorite war to do with those? Favorite war? Well, I taught fifth grade, so we did like Revolutionary War. So that was a good one. But they they made like red kits. They had they had to cool. wear all red, and yeah, that was good. Yeah. We even had the Boston Tea Party. We had like Arizona iced tea. And we were throwing tea. <laughs> you do like, you do like one no, of we didn't do that. that. Yeah. We're we're one of the most like recent those. wars. You could have like people having like right. and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Remember behind tanks to have kids make <laughs> tanks with like cardboard or something like that? I do miss that. That was very fun. Imagine like telling your mom that you had a war at school today. Right. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but she, she's like, she's like, we a war, you know? <laughs> we constructed tanks on the fly, you know? Why not? I shot right. a panzer. Right. <laughs> oh my god. Up. We had yeah. Arizona tea. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I met this guy, his really weird name, his name is Winston Churchill. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I that would probably be, if I wasn't teaching English, I would probably do history to answer that question. That brings me up to like, how many like, 
grades have you taught? Oh, that's a good question, Grant. So I taught fourth grade for a little bit. I taught fifth grade. Then I jumped to eighth grade, which was a big jump, and then seventh. But I'm gonna I'm gonna follow up with you and tell you seventh is my favorite. And I, I really like I like them all, but I like seventh graders because you're you're great, but you're not too cool to, to do <laughs> silly games and things like that. But you're also old enough that like you're you're mature enough that I can let you do things for middle school. So, so what is the worst injury you've ever witnessed as a teacher? Oh, wow. Well, actually, I know the answer. Worst I know the answer. Oh, I, I, so I, I, so we had a... I know. going on the podcast, but we, we did a, um, a, a school dance a few years ago. We used to do dances like during the day, during the school day. And a bunch of the boys decided they did not want to dance, so they decided they wanted to play Duck, Duck, Goose. And so they sat down on the cafeteria floor and played Duck, Duck, Goose, about 20 boys. And one kid, when he was tagged on the head for Goose, he went up to, to get up and chase the duck person. And he slipped right in front of me, and he snapped his leg. Like, his leg broke right in front of us. So Ooh. that was pretty, that fe- was pretty brutal. Femur? I actually just saw the kid the other day. Yeah, yeah, broken How leg. How do you break a femur? Yeah, it was like pretty bad. That is yeah. a very, like, the, the actual... Playing Duck, Duck, Goose. Yeah. <laughs> fun, fun fact, though, the femur is actually your... Biggest bone in your entire body. It's like yeah, steel. Mm-hmm. I told the boys, you need a better story though. You can't be telling people that you broke your leg playing duck duck goose. You need like a you saved a woman from a bus or something dramatic. You, you know, like, yeah, you fought a bear. But yeah, so that was probably the most dramatic injury. But not not too many injuries in 17 years of teaching. So is the height that I got a question about the grade levels. The, yeah. The higher the grade level, does that mean like more work? Um, oh, that's a good question too. So when I taught eighth grade. The, the more work part would be, um, there's like two English SOLs, there's a writing SOL, and then there's a reading SOL. So like you spend the first part of the year doing a whole bunch more writing than we do in seventh grade to get them ready for the March, because the, 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 the writing SOL is in March. So you focus a lot on writing, and then, then you do more reading. Um, so I don't know if it's more work, it's just different. Yeah. So, how do you feel since you've been teaching for 17 years mm-hmm. that next year somebody could have been born at the start of your career? No, I, I still, I used to think of myself as a young, oh. fun teacher. I'm definitely not young and fun anymore. Well, maybe I'm fun, but I'm definitely not young anymore. Um, yeah, I know, it's kind of crazy. I get mm-hmm. called old, I'm 13. Right. <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird, like, like to, to show you how old I am now. Like, when I started teaching, like, uh, at the beginning of the school year, we would always talk about like September 11th, and the kids, the students would all like, you know, be your age, and they'd be like, "Oh, I remember where I was in September 11th." Now, like, no one was even born on September 11th. Like, That's true. Yeah. What's your least favorite part about teaching? Hmm. I would say my least favorite part would probably be some of the meetings. I'm not a big fan of sitting <laughs> through meetings, but I know they're important. But I just and, and some of the you know like. Some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. I just my favorite part to I'll, I'll reverse it by saying my favorite part <laughs> is just being with you guys and hanging with you guys. So like even when we did virtual, I didn't like that from the standpoint of I didn't get to see you guys. And that like I, I know it sounds weird, but that I really missed being around the kids. So my least favorite part would be like the stuff not involving you guys. Uh, how was your virtual experience? Mm. You guys, our 7th graders were really good for the most part about turning their cameras on and showing up on time. But again, it, I just miss being able to like high five you guys and talk to you about you know, how your soccer tournament was over the weekend or whatever it might be. So while you did the work, I just miss the relationship part. Was there like any behind the scenes things that you do in virtual? I There's a lot of emailing that most kids don't realize. Like when, when kids 
miss like if we have we have to keep attendance obviously and so if if a kid has missed several days in a row we call the parents or we email just to make sure one that you're okay like that no one's like sick or hurt or something but there's a lot of follow-up like you know hey you missed four days of this can you can you make sure you catch up on your work so there's a lot more following up whereas like when you guys are in school i just pull you aside and i'm like hey bud you forgot to do this sit down and just knock it out right now yeah so um Aside from work, what are some of your favorite hobbies? Oh, that's good. Yeah. So my wife and I, we have two kids. We have a 14-year-old boy and a 12-year-old girl who's also in seventh grade. And so we do a lot, a lot of stuff as a family. We love camping um, as a family. We love doing, like, we go to bush gardens and water country and ocean breeze. We love doing those family type things. I'm a big sports guy. As you know, Carson, we talk baseball all the time. A lot. A lot. A, a lot, lot of sports. I use way too many sports analogies probably in my class. But so, yeah, I mean, just hanging out with my family and, you know, going swimming and going for hikes and camping. We love all that family type stuff. Got any useless skills, like skills that have nothing <laughs> useless useful? Useless skills. <laughs> <laughs> Something unique. I don't know. Let me see. Do I have useless skills? Um, Can't you play the piano? I can play the piano. I don't know if that's useless or not. (laughs) I do play the piano by ear, so I I can play almost any song like off the radio for you. It's not useless. It's just random. It's useless. It is pretty random, though. I do try and bring my keyboard in each year. Did I do that this year? Yeah, you did. Yeah. So like when we introduce poetry, because most kids don't like poetry, so. I, I try and play like songs off the radio and I go, all right, guys, that's a whole bunch of poems. And they're like, no, those are songs. I'm like, well, no, the so, songs are poems. So. Yeah. We had an entire project about that. We could use that. Yes, that's right. Stuff. Yeah, see? see you guys I think I knocked it out really quickly, though. Yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah, I got it done like the last day. <laughs> <laughs> the hardest part was finding the poems on the I got it done the last day and me and but Lucas. You nailed were, it. You got it. Yeah, I got it done the last day and me and Lucas are still the first ones done. Last day, first ones? Yeah, we're still the first ones. How many people relate? A lot. Oh, a lot. A lot of people. <laughs> but they're great students. No, nah, because they're you kept reminding us, but there was like the week after you assigned it, you just mm-hmm. did not remind us. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, because like, because I didn't think because you didn't need to. You reminded us all last I, week. I did. So you said make sure you, you, you told us now. the due date specifically. <laughs> There's some kids that they didn't turn in like a month until. Yeah, I know. There's some kids who still haven't finished a character playbook, which was like assigned like three months ago <laughs> or something like that. I don't think any of my class. took me like. It took yes, me. Yes, this is happening live on the podcast right here. Mm-hmm. I think my class, I think I have the largest class. I don't think most of them are late. His bill six has like 30 Yeah, my, my last bill like actually has 34. No. You guys yeah. aren't that I'm, big. At least for me, you're only 23. Oh, that's more than that. Yeah. Still, not a lot of many people. We, we have, have like you. you we have like 14. We have like, yeah. we have like, what, two new kids in the span of what? Two, two, three, two weeks, two, three And weeks. I will say that, like, that's true for teachers. Like, it's way easier to get to know the kids when there's a much less. Oh, yeah. Like, didn't didn't you have one year out. you had a kid who joined the second to last day yeah, of school? Yeah, I did, yeah. Did not get to know that kid. Can't mm-hmm. even tell you his name right now. He joined the second to last day of school. Mm-hmm. I just find there's no point in doing yeah. that. Like, just why? It's nice to stay just, home. Just, just stay <laughs> home for two days. <laughs> when you watch the movie. On the last day of school, I get off the bus. It's like, off. All the neighbors, like, hit, everyone gets, like, water guns and water Oh, that's, that's, what, that's, that's what we usually do. Yeah, yeah, we do that, too. In the, la- in the last day of school. Water bronze. I get my braces on My bus stuff's, like, pretty small. It's just me and a couple of my friends. We just literally just go home. Really? Wow. Yeah, that's so that's You don't so shed any tears in the wow. halls on the way out on your last day of school? Well, and, uh, well, well, this year actually, no, yeah, I haven't. Yeah, you know why? Yeah. Because I actually have been virtual for the past two school days. Oh, uh, that's last true. Two uh, years. That's right. This will be your that's first right. time mm-hmm. in school as middle schoolers. Like, 
on the last day. And shoot, school. it might not even happen if we did. Oh wait, have we mentioned this? So you haven't. So y'all haven't seen how we finish up the school year in. Yeah, on the last that, day. Wow. So it'll be a surprise. Yeah, kind of spoil. We do we some do, cool things. We do some cool things. Yeah, yeah but yeah, I forgot we're I don't, online like that. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think Can we mentioned this on the podcast, but our school actually caught on fire due yeah, to one of the printing machines. Right. So yeah. this is our first episode. This is Mr. Graham, and this is our first episode back because we were delayed because we had a, a school fire that happened but we're happy to be back y'all have persevered we've had different locations we're in a different lo- location right now recording this i like this room more that's nice. nice yeah so i miss the old one well, i wanted to ask you how has it been this year both personally mm-hmm. and professionally as not just great bridge middle school's teacher of the year but also citywide teacher of the year it's probably been like I want to hear it from you. Yeah, yeah it's kind no, of crazy, it's right? It's super exciting, right? Because I, I, uh, there are so many great teachers out there. And so it's definitely an honor to win. This is one of the best, if not the best, one of the top two years of, of groups of students I've ever taught. Like these guys right yeah, here. Yeah. Like, so the usually I'm like excited for the end of the school year, which I'm, of course, I'm excited for summer to like hang out and do stuff. But I'm actually kind of bummed because I'm going to miss these guys a lot. We have a great group of students this year. And then just winning the award was just kind of like the icing on the cake. It, it was really neat to win. You have to write. When you win, it's actually kind of funny. Like, you, you get a whole bunch of work. You write, and you know this, Mr. Graham, because you, you won also. Um, <laughs> so, um, so he won last year. And so we got back-to-back Teacher of the Year oh, right yeah. here. Yeah, all in this room. Um, but I had to write five essays to go on for the State Teacher of the Year. So they had to be, like, a certain number of words, and they had to whatever. And so I'll find that out in October if I won for the State of Virginia, which is kind of cool, because you get to go to the White House and meet the president if you... If you do that, uh, play some hide-and-seek in the White House. Maybe. Probably not. But um, <laughs> If we don't ever see you again, you're going to be in the White House still hiding. Like, <laughs> it was cool for me. Like I think it, it, my, my favorite part, honestly, was like on the night of the Teacher of the Year ceremony on March 24th where they had all the Teachers of the Year from all the individual schools. My family was there, and like some family flew in from out of town. And it was cool because, especially for my kids, they've I, like I've dragged my kids to like my students' soccer games over the years and stuff like that. And so they've heard, like, oh, your dad's, like, a cool teacher or whatever. But it was <laughs> neat for them to see, I think, in front of everybody, like, oh, wow, that's my dad. Like, yeah. so that was that was really neat just to have my family there and be a part of that. Because, like I said, there's so many really, really good teachers in Chesapeake and, and especially at the school. But, yeah, it's been a great year. All right, so this is going to, like, divert the topic a little bit. What yeah. is your favorite food? My favorite <laughs> food? Oh, I really love wings, like oh, chicken wings, good. and I love pizza. And um, like any flavor. The worst and wings I've had is from Domino's. They're small, there's like no meat. Right. I would agree. So I, they, they need sauce to be carried. Never so had wings from Domino's. I have kind of a wing addiction. Um, okay. I go to Buffalo Wild Wings like every I week, like, <laughs> like not even going to lie. Um, so out of all the wings I've tasted, so <laughs> I've only, I, so it's so, it's turned into a wing review. All right, yeah. Um, <laughs> so easily... It would have to be Bubba's, which is a restaurant. Um, okay. Oh, I know. You don't, I yeah. haven't had yeah. I had their pizza. Okay. And it would be Tostin Sauce, which is a restaurant. I have been to um, that too. Oh, is that actually so pretty So if you good? go down yeah. to the Outer Banks, here's my challenge for you. There's a place called Kill Devil Grill. Down I've there. eaten there. Yeah. Their wings. Their wings are amazing. They soak them for like 24 hours. Yeah, but hours. what they did is in Tostin Sauce, they changed their recipe for their oh, jumbo gosh. wings. So and they no longer are delicious. Well, hopefully so. the owners of Tostin <laughs> Sauce are listening right now to this podcast. I hope you guys do. Immediately I am change. infuriated. <laughs> 
You have angered This is, this is an outrage. Uh, we are outraged in this room right now. Wing kind of took a real right turn. We went from teacher of the year to wings. I don't see any problem with that. Well, maybe because like you're right. soaring. You're flying. Oh, I'm soaring. Let's yeah, go. Bring yep. it all back yeah. together. Yeah. Yes. Rebel. <laughs> also, sushi's Rebel. pretty, pretty, pretty good too. Sushi is amazing. You guys are great. I had sushi once in my life. Sushi is amazing. Bro, why do you not like sushi? Um, sushi is I'm not sorry, only healthy, sushi it is tasty. It's raw So fish. this right here, right here, this interaction right. is is one of the best parts of teaching where Absolutely. it's not not so much the book, it's that interaction that you have with the students. And honestly, that carries over into the books and the school. And it the does, and like, so. not to sound cheesy, but like I put this on, they, they ask for like your favorite quote like yeah, for a teacher of the year thing. And my, my favorite quote has always been like, Kids don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Right. And it's true. Like, you could be the best teacher in the world throwing a whole bunch of facts at you, at, at the kids, but if they don't care about, if, if you haven't shown them that you care about them as people, they're not going to connect. So I, I feel like, and that's the challenge of teaching, is like, starting in September, I'm going to get 100 kids that don't care about me and don't know who I am <laughs> and kind of view you as like, oh, you're the teacher. You're like, you know, like not the enemy, but like, sometimes kids have had bad experiences with teachers in the past so to me the first month of school I, I really work hard on that relationship building to kind of win the kids over so they're like oh that guy actually really cares about me and wants to spend time with me outside of English like cares about me as a person and then the kids will work hard for you for the rest of the year and try to try to try to do well on, on their so I can say this from experience so mm-hmm. since I've been mm-hmm. in his class for almost a year now mm-hmm. so the first so the Did first day of school happy? I showed up late because my bus was late and the f- first thing we did, the second I walked in, we played games for like a week straight. We <laughs> oh, it was yeah. amazing. I do not remember the first week, I'll be honest. Dude, we, all only, we only played games, like literally no work. And I knew like two people in the class, which was Grant and Lucas. And me. You knew me. I was you were, in, you were in my, my class, class. class. You were in my, Oh, yeah, I forgot. In your classes. Yeah, but he, <laughs> yeah Matthew decides to hang out in our homeroom for every, every single day. day. It's good. That's the relationship. That's what I mean. Like, I think that's really important because mm-hmm. school is... The academics are important, but it's also, like, the, the social part. And I think that's honestly, like, back to the virtual thing that you were saying before. A lot of kids, I know they might not want to admit it now that we're back, but a ton of kids were typing in the chat, like, I can't wait to go back to school. Not yeah. because, like, they can't wait to do the work, but because they miss their friends. Especially, like, high school, they can drive, and they're on their own, and they can, like, all right, meet up with their friends. But you guys... You're 13 years old, so you can't drive. You still rely on your your parents to drive you places, and so are your bikes, right? (laughs) So like, school is like kind of your social like, hey, let's hang out, let's meet up, your your hangout time. And so I think they realized when that was taken away, especially the last year, like with COVID or two years ago, I guess it was now. They really realized how important that hangout time is. Yeah, yeah. sixth grade was like oh my completely. Sixth, sixth grade was goofy. Much. It was so. I bad. don't talk yeah. to any of my friends in sixth grade anymore. I don't. Really? Yeah, you yeah. I had no friends because in you probably class, didn't have good really relationships because you didn't get to spend a ton of time. Well, actually, a couple of them I did. I still talked to them. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, another reason probably why you won Teacher of the Year is because some of the teachers might just like hand out packets and stuff. Sure, the. The SOL scores might yeah, show you fun. add a game to like every single exactly like you like, might they might show soaring numbers but the kids might just be like annoyed. Only times I was genuinely happy to leave schools in fourth and sixth grade. I really did not like those years. If you don't have a good teacher who cannot make those connections. Here's here's I, I kind of the cool thing about like, teachers is like you know that that's the nice part about middle school where in elementary school you you only have one teacher but in middle school you have five or six or seven different teachers and so you might connect with one teacher like the three the four of us are pretty close because we've we've connected and hung out but there might be other kids that connect with a different teacher on the team and that's great you know like as a teacher i'm not gonna really 
even though I try to have relationships with all 100 kids on the team, they might not be as deep as certain other teachers have relationships with other kids. And, and that's, I think that's kind of the best part about middle school is everybody, hopefully by the time they get through middle school, has at least one or two teachers that they're like, hey, I really connected with that teacher. Maybe not even the subject, but they know that the teacher really cares about them and has their back. And that's, that's the best part, I think, about middle, the middle school concept. Right, right. Yeah. So as, we're, as we wrapping up, I can see why, and I, I hope our listeners hear why Mr. Snyder has won Teacher of the Year, not just for Great Bridge, for, for the whole city. Very fortunate to have him as, as a teacher here at the school. So do you, Mr. Snyder, have any sort of last-minute advice for maybe some future teachers mm. or teachers that might have felt like, oh, it's been a kind of a tough year this year, any sort of future advice or positive vibes, and any advice for students as well, like yeah. going into next year or anything like that you want to share? Yeah. So I would say to future teachers or even current teachers is you don't know what every kid is going through. You, you don't know when a kid walks into your door each morning, you don't know if they just had a fight with their parents you don't know if their parents just uh, were fighting with each other. You don't know what their home life is like necessarily. You don't know if they had a great morning. You don't know if they had a rushed morning where they were just going. And it's easy to go, hey, why are you putting your head down? Or why do you look sad? Or, or, or kind of, you know, be upset with the kid. But I think it's really important to establish those relationships with the kids. And so that if a kid is looking upset or off, you can pull them in the hallway and just kind of say, hey, what's going on this morning, bud? Like, are, are you okay? And just check in because we all have good days and bad days because we're all human, whether you're a teacher or, or a student. And then for students, my advice would be to try to connect with your teachers. I know it sounds crazy, but try and give your teachers a chance, especially when you start off the school year. Um, recognize that each teacher has different strengths and weaknesses and just work your hardest because I've never heard of a teacher that that doesn't respect a kid for working hard. So if you're putting forth all your effort and getting your work done and showing up ready to learn each day, um, I think that's just gonna make that teacher just really wanna have a desire to, to connect with you. And so that would be my advice for the kids. Cool, awesome. Um, another thing that helps connect with your students okay. yeah. is buying them Chick-fil-A. That, that <laughs> actually you buy Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Well, you will win them what, has done that. Really I, quickly, I know we're wrapping up, but last year during virtual, in order to get kids to turn their cameras on, every week I did a competition and they had to have their cameras on and they typed their answers in the chat and I actually, I called myself a DoorDash, even though I didn't really work for DoorDash, but I would buy them Chick-fil-A and show up at their houses. So for most of the kids last year, the first time I met them was me bringing Chick-fil-A to their house. How crazy yeah, is that? Yeah, no, so yeah. he hosted um, a Chick-fil-A tournament earlier this year, if you read the Lee stories and got them right. I read none of the stories, and I somehow still ended up winning Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I well, don't that, the, the, the and then he shared with everybody, except for me. Yeah, right. But I'm just saying. <laughs> It's food, a, food does work. Food, food does food, work. Well, if you, if you never, buy everyone Chick Fil A the first yeah. day of school, oh man, guaranteed win the movie. You will guarantee. They probably to be do poor. their homework. <laughs> you guarantee to be poor. Students do your homework. It helps. It does help. If you do your homework, you get yes, Chick Fil A. I've learned too. Yep. All right. Well, thank y'all so much. Thank you, students. Thank you, Mr. Snyder. Hi, uh, y'all done a great job, and that's a wrap. Thank you, guys. Chicken I appreciate it. Hey listeners, this is Mr. Graham and I just want to give a special shout out to those students and also Mr. Schneider for doing such a wonderful job on this episode of the Wildcat Chat. And I know you could tell just why Mr. Schneider has been named the Citywide Teacher of the Year. Congratulations, Mr. Schneider. You do such a wonderful job and have such a positive impact on all the students, the community that are around you. We had a ton of fun and we cannot wait 
to bring you the next episode on the Wildcat Chat.